Hey everyone, I'm your host, Michael, and this is the Imposters Cafe, a show about one simple truth. No one has any idea what they're doing. Not at work, not in life, and you know what? That's okay. On today's break, we're going to talk about planning, the part of the process that we all love, but in reality, planning is not doing. So let's get into it. So I have a confession to make. This episode, it's called Planning is Not Doing, but the reality is I love planning. I love making a checklist. I have hundreds of Google Docs that are started and abandoned for side hustles, projects, ideas for a podcast. They're everywhere. It's like I have a littered graveyard of ideas that just got started and never went anywhere. It's because I love the planning process. It's safe. It gives me the ability to put down ideas and go as far as I want with the planning stage and stay in that stage so I never have to actually do anything. And by not having to do anything, there's no judgment. There's no risk. There's no, there's not even any accountability. So the reality is I can plan for how great something's going to be and I never have to leave that stage. And in reality, I'm not actually accomplishing anything. And that's why I'm saying planning is not doing. It's not a matter of it not being important or not being part of the process for any new endeavor. It's important, but it's a trap too. It's kind of like, uh, what was it? That movie, The Phantom Tollbooth. The main character gets trapped in this area of complacency and never gets out, never wants to leave. The planning stage is kind of the same thing. You can easily get into it and it feels good and it's safe, but then if you're not motivated or if you're not held accountable either by yourself or someone else, you end up staying there for way too long. So if you ever find yourself starting a new project, a new idea, say you want to even start like a new garden in your backyard and you're like, I'm going to make a plan for how this is going to look. I'm going to draw a sketch and plan where everything is going to be planted at and what I'm going to buy. That's important. That's huge. You can't just barrel into projects without a plan. But at the same time, if you don't set some kind of limit or checkpoint or accountability, you're never going to make that garden. And some of the best ways to get out of the planning stage are to do exactly that. Set limits. Make a to-do list, sure, but give yourself an amount of time to put into that list. And even on the list itself, say, by X date, by X time, I'll have this done and it's time to start doing. One of the things that I love using is the Pomodoro technique. You can find apps for it, you can find explanations, but essentially it's the idea of breaking up your process, be it planning or anything else, into 25-minute segments, little chunks of time. Put a timer on your phone, set 25 minutes, and say, I'm going to spend 25 minutes planning out this project or this stage of the project, whatever it is. And when that 25-minute timer goes off, that's it. Stop and move on to the next stage. Start doing. The other element of planning that can absolutely torpedo your progress, it's perfectionism. And this is something I am absolutely cursed with. Like I have the worst perfectionism trait or mentality. And this has plagued me since I was probably in school and didn't realize it. But I remember in college, I was told by my professors in the fine arts school that perfectionism is pretty much the way to kill any project because you can spend the rest of your life at 99% and never reach 100%. And that's true for any project, anything you're trying to achieve. So if you find yourself being a perfectionist and you want to make sure that planning for everything, every eventuality is ready to go before you take the next step, you're never going to move on. And while it's nice to plan to be as perfect as possible, aiming for 100%, it's either not achievable or it's not a good use of your time. 
And one thing to keep in mind is that done is better than perfect. And while it's a common thing to say, it holds true. However many times you see it on a poster or on a tweet, done is better than perfect because aiming for 90% or aiming for 95% is awesome. It's great. And for the most part, that extra 5%, that final 2%, no one else will see. So if you're over here striving for 100% when you're at 98 or however you want to gauge it, you're risking never finishing, never going live. It's kind of like how in the indie filmmaking world, you always see or you always hear about projects that were so great, but they never they never got finished in post-production or the script never really got finalized. Well, it may be the best idea in the world, but I'd rather see the film that comes out that is produced at 98% than the film that never gets produced at 100 Some of the best ideas are the ones that are abandoned at 98% because someone wanted perfection. So don't be that person. Don't worry about perfectionism in your planning stage. Don't worry about perfectionism in your action stage, for that matter. Plan, make a list, set a time, and take action. One of the biggest problems I find is that the deadlines are only as strong as you make them. And if you're not willing to be accountable to yourself, or you just don't find that working, find someone to hold you to that accountability, to your planning stage being done on Tuesday, and moving on to action on Wednesday. And the final part to face is the fear of being judged. This isn't the perfectionism issue. This is not the planning needs to be cut off at 25 minutes thanks to the Pomodoro technique. No, this is something that you need to realize that we all have inside of us. That fear of being judged is something very primal. So the idea that we never leave the planning stage means no one ever sees what we're doing. No one ever gets to read the book, see the photo, hear about the new business pitch. And as a result, there's no risk. We're not going to be judged because no one knows about it. Well, yeah, that's great. It's safe, right? If no one's judging you, then your project is amazing, at least in your head, on paper, on your planning checklist, but it never comes to fruition. Something I always think about is how many failures of others, be it coworkers, friends, family, people I don't even know, how many of those people's failures do you remember? Do I remember? I can't think of any. I mean, honestly, I can't think of any public failures of people that I know, even past coworkers I didn't get along with. I just don't recall it because it didn't stick with me. It didn't matter. It really wasn't something I thought about or even realized for more than a couple of seconds if I did at all. So what that tells me is that my fear of being judged for releasing an episode of this podcast or any kind of project or any kind of idea to the world If it fails, it's an opportunity to learn, to do it better the next time. But my fear of being judged, that's bullshit. Because honestly, if I can't remember any of the failures of people that I know, well, then there's probably a good chance they don't remember any of my failures either. And it's not because I don't matter or they don't care or any of the different ways to frame it. It's the simple truth that the things you do, the failures you make, public, private, they matter more to you than anyone else. A great quote to think about relating to this, because you know there's no way I could get through an episode without mentioning some kind of stoic quote. And it goes like this. In a little while, you will have forgotten everything. In a little while, everything will have forgotten you. Marcus Aurelius said that. And thousands of years later, it still rings true. It makes sense. Everything that happens, it's just a blink in the timeline of you, in the timeline of human existence. And the universe just doesn't really care if your tweet was misspelled, if your project failed, if your side business never took off. And in the end, even if it doesn't matter to the universe, if you give it a chance, it might actually be great. 
Early in 21, I was gifted with a little perspective, called a reminder of my own mortality. And while I didn't turn into some fatalist as a result of the experience, I was reminded that the projects that I had on hold, the ideas I had in these Google Docs that just never got revisited, I needed to get back to them. Because nothing's a guarantee. Tomorrow is not a guarantee. And this isn't some reminder of, oh, well, life is fleeting and you need to live every day like it's your last. But the reality that I believe is that that phrase about life being short and live it to its fullest, if we're being honest, that's more like a best case scenario. Maybe it's time to stop planning those some days on a calendar you can't see. So look at that planning list you have, the ideas you want to do this year, the goals by X date, month or year. Start doing them. Put an end date to the planning and start doing it. One of the phrases that I love in the the tech world here, and at the same time, it works for the creative industry as well and many others, it's shipping. It doesn't mean shipping a box through UPS. It means getting the product out, getting the thing that you say you're planning on doing done and out. And that's something I think we should all think about, that perspective on life not being a guarantee. So you might as well stop planning and start doing. So to recap, embrace the planning stage. Enjoy it, but set limits. Hold yourself accountable, abandon perfectionism, aim for like 90%, and then ship the damn thing. That project you've been putting off, that idea that you can't wait to get started on, I think it's time to stop talking, stop planning, and start doing. And that's it for today's coffee break. Thanks for joining. If you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe. I've got more coffee breaks and more interviews coming up. So for now, I'm Michael, and this is the Imposters Cafe.